Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Mark from Rams up here. We have our week six power rankings coming up. We're going to get through a bunch of notes and fun stuff, hopefully. Tomorrow night, we will be sharing Tom Court's Cardinals preview. And then after that, the Rams up round table with Ian Martinez and Paul Walia. The Rams have signed linebacker Ola Kunle Fatukasi to their practice squad, 6'2", 240, out of Rutgers, undrafted in 2022, signed with the Buccaneers, and he spent time on various practice squads, including the Broncos, Patriots, and Chiefs. If you had told me the Rams had signed a player to their practice squad, I thought it might have been a nose tackle, but no, it's a linebacker, but hey, they must see something in Fatukasi. Good luck to him. Hopefully he gets called up and we see him in action eventually. Not sure what the Rams are going to do as far as replacing Bobby Brown in the rotation. May have to wait until Sunday to see how that plays out. Would not be surprised if they pulled up Corey Durden, the 292-pound defensive tackle. Played some zero technique in college. Maybe they'll pull him up or Marquise Copeland, 6'2", 287. We all know what he can do, but not really at nose tackle. 
I would suspect Laurel Murchison will be getting a lot more snaps, but we'll have to see how that plays out. Reading the draft profile in Fatukasi strikes me as more of a traditional old-school linebacker, run-stopper, thumper in the middle. Not necessarily adept in coverage, but welcome to the Rams. Olakunle Fatukasi, another great name for me to try to pronounce on occasion. Saw an article, the gist of it being that the Rams and Sean McVay were actually doing Van Jefferson a favor, trading him to the Falcons, said some really nice things about Van Jefferson, and pointing out that this is actually to his benefit in his contract year. It'll give him a better chance to showcase his talents. And you know what? That's absolutely true. I'm not sure if that was the only reason they traded him, but it certainly will give Van Jefferson a better chance of earning this next contract playing for the Falcons rather than the Rams. At least that's how I see it right now. You know, with the emergence of Puka Nakua as perhaps one of the best wide receivers in the league, he's number two in yardage right now behind Tyreek Hill. He has passed Justin Jefferson, who is now hurt. It got me thinking, do the Rams have one of the top two or three or four wide receiver duos? Let's go through the top pairs here. At the top, you'd probably say the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, the Bengals, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Let's include the 49ers, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk has really come of age. If Mike Williams was healthy, we'd probably include the Chargers with him and Keenan Allen. Honorable mention, I would say the Seahawks with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Now, Tyler Lockett maybe getting towards the end of the road, but he'll quickly be replaced by Nijigba Smith, I think, but he definitely has some proving to do. And then, of course, you have the Bucks, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And then there's Cup and Nakua. Cup, when healthy, is clearly a top two or three wide receiver. And right now, Nakua's right there. Not sure he's going to get the targets that he was getting in the first four games now that Cooper is back. But wow, how many of these wide receiver pairs would you give up Cup and Nakua for? You know what? Not many. I like these guys and they fit the Rams offense probably better than these other pairs. But even that aside, I mean, any pair with Tyreek in it's probably going to be near the top, if not at the top. But these other ones... I think Cup and Nakua compare very favorably to them. By the way, is it officially Puka Doncic now? Just asking. Hey, let's have a little fun here. Before the season, I made a lot of predictions. We all did, right? And I want to review some of them and see what I'm getting right and what I'm getting wrong so far. What are the first and four things that so far I am dead wrong about? This well, is Ryan from Rams Up. Don't forget Jake to like Moody and subscribe. Jake Moody of the 49ers. I was really skeptical that he was going to be reliable at the NFL level. Maybe I was thinking more with my heart than my brain, but we all saw him in preseason. Did not look good, and he's been solid. Unfortunately so, he's been very solid. 49ers got a good one. Still think it was a big mistake drafting him in the third round, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Another prediction I had for some thing number two, I was dead wrong about at least so far. I thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to be pretty horrible. I misjudged. Baker Mayfield's come in there and done a great job. They're three and one coming off a bye atop the 
NFC South, which isn't saying much, but there they are right now in the driver's seat. I think the Saints and Falcons are going to make a run at them. But right now, I was dead wrong about them. And the last two things both have to do with Rams players. Fearsome, number three thing I was dead wrong about, at least so far. I thought Trey Tomlinson was really going to be involved in this Rams defense early on. I thought he was going to be a contributor. I thought he was going to get a lot of defensive snaps by game two or three. So far, he has one defensive snap. So Rams are bringing him along slowly. Hopefully the size factor isn't holding him back. I still think he has a pretty good chance of being an NFL cornerback, but haven't seen it yet. Saw it in preseason, but that's an entirely different ballgame, as the Denver Broncos will tell you. And for some thing number four that I was wrong on, I thought Cam Akers bulked up with this Rams offensive line getting a little bigger. I thought he was going to be an impact running back, a power back, old school thumper between the tackles. What he did at the end of last season was pretty promising against some weak defenses. Maybe we should have saw through that, but I really thought he was going to be an impact player. And also the fact that Kyron Williams hadn't really been leaned on at all by the Rams. All we hear is talk about how promising Kyron Williams is. And we heard also that Cam Akers had really turned it around and was going to be a force in this offense. Heard it from all corners. And man, did we strike out on that prediction. But there were some things I got right. What were the fearsome four things I've gotten right so far? Well, fearsome thing number one, and this is courtesy of my special assistant, really. He kept on telling me, Sam Howell, the quarterback of the commanders, is the real deal. Keep your eye on this guy. He is going to be a very good NFL quarterback, and I think he has already proven that. Playing for a Midland team, really, they're two and three at this point, but it hasn't been Sam Howell's fault. He has looked terrific, and I think moving forward, he's going to be a top-tier quarterback, especially in the NFC, a conference that's really lacking in them, and some of the high draft picks at the quarterback position in the NFC have kind of disappointed so far, talking about guys like Justin Fields and Bryce Young now Justin Fields, I think, is getting kind of a bad shake. Someone compared his stats to Patrick Mahomes, and they're actually very comparable, but still the quarterback situation in the NFC is not good. Sam Howell's one of the better ones. Here's some thing number two I've gotten right, and I feel really good about this one. I've been saying this for years. Knock off the Jared Goof narrative. Quit knocking this guy. He's a very good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He will never be an elite quarterback, but he's pretty darned good. And in the right situation, he's going to win a lot of football games. And he's doing that in Detroit. Now, how good would I feel about the Rams being at their own five-yard line, needing a 95-yard drive to win a game, an important game? Still probably wouldn't feel that good. I'd still rather have Matthew Stafford in that situation. But Jared Goffman. He's got some tools there. He's got a good offensive line, and he is turning the naysayers around on this narrative. And I don't know. I just like Jared Goff. I've always felt bad. I've always been annoyed about some of these opinions people have shared about him. Sorry. Hate to tell you, Jared Goff's a pretty good quarterback. 
Here's some thing number three I got right. I told you the Rams would be competitive. I told you, and I told you again, and I told you probably a hundred times. Now, it could change. Things could change pretty fast. Maybe we'll be disappointed with the Rams by season's end, but so far, it's pretty clear. They're pretty good. They can compete with anybody, and a lot of it has to do with their offensive line. I still heard people complaining about the Rams' offensive line. I still heard so-called NFL experts talking about how horrible this offensive line is, just revealing how little they know about this team and what they went through last year and what their offensive line was potentially going to look like this year. Now, I wasn't claiming that they were going to be an elite offensive line, but they were clearly going to be a lot better than last year, especially if they stayed a little bit healthy. So I was right on that. The Rams are competitive and a lot of it has to do with their offensive line. And the last thing I was really right about, the rookie running back for the Miami Dolphins, Devin Achan. And I just found out me and a bunch of other people have been pronouncing his name wrong. think I got it right now, but you know who I'm talking about. And before the draft, I talked about him. Man, this guy is lightning in a bottle. He looks like the real deal. A super fast but tough running back. What a weapon. And then of all the places to end up, the Miami Dolphins. And I was thinking, oh, no, this could be really bad for the AFC contenders. Tyreek Hill and this rookie running back. Man, they got a good one, and he's already proven it. Dinged up now, probably going to miss a couple games. But one of the best picks in this last NFL draft, and I'm taking credit for it. I called it. Now, there's one thing. Now, there is one prediction I made that originally was going to put in the four things I got right. I said, you know what? I could make an argument for it's one of the four things I got wrong. Let me explain. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. On the one hand, I thought for sure they were going to be on the plus side of the win total. That was eight and a half wins before the season started. Everybody was underselling the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I thought that for three reasons. Mike Tomlin Kenny Pickett, and George Pickens. Now, I was right so far on the track they're on. As far as the win totals, they're 3-2. and two. thought they were going to be a lot better than people thought. I thought they were going to be this year's Seattle Seahawks. Remember, everybody thought the Seahawks were going to take a step back. And I said, not with that culture, not with that coach. Said the same thing about the Steelers. But you know what? On the other hand, I've kind of been wrong because they don't deserve to be three and two. They really don't. Kenny Pickett has not really played that well. They got a gift win against the Ravens. They edged the Browns by four. They edged the Raiders by five. They got hammered by the 49ers and the Texans. So I don't know what to say about the Steelers. I was certainly right on, yes, they're going to win some games this year. But at the same time, Kind of disappointed in the Steelers' play so far. And I think most Steeler fans, if they're being honest, would probably agree with me. I got one I can check in with, actually, and see if that's true. But right now, I could end up being right or wrong about the Steelers. Only time will tell. Maybe we'll find out right about the time they are playing the Rams at SoFi. And quite the bummer, the Dodgers season is over. And Dave Roberts is going to take a lot of heat. Not sure he really deserves it in this case. Dodger bats just didn't wake up. 
How much of the blame can you put on the manager? But for me, the Dodger season is over, which means the baseball season is over. And this is a difference nowadays for me between the NFL and Major League Baseball. I will sit down and watch an Eagles-Cardinals football game, an Eagles-Cardinals playoff football game. However, I am not going to watch a Phillies-Diamondbacks game. Just not going to happen. Okay, up next, my Week 6 Power Rankings. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, welcome back, Ram fans. I have my week six power rankings here for you. And not a lot of change. No new teams entering the top 10, so obviously no teams exiting the top 10, although we do have a shuffling among those at the top of this list. And this is also an opportunity for me, I use this to tell you whose season is over. Our watch list of which teams can kind of kiss this season goodbye. We had already christened the Bears season over I got two more teams I'm adding to that list. 
the Carolina Panthers and the Denver Broncos. They're both done. Thank you for participating. We'll see you next year. And I have three teams on the watch list for that that better get moving fast, better add some W's really quickly, or they're going to be in that group of teams kind of regrouping for next year. Those three teams, all NFC teams, the Arizona Cardinals, Minnesota Vikings, and New York Giants, and the Vikings losing Justin Jefferson for four weeks. That is not going to help. Uh, Their season may be over sooner than we think. Good football team just cannot win games. So who are in my green room outside of this top 10? You know, I'm going to not include the Rams. If we were talking first half production, uh, how teams play in the first half, they'd probably be a top seven or eight team. But they have struggled in the second half, so they are not in my green room. I'm going to include the Jags, Chargers, and Seahawks, those teams right outside my top 10. And who is my 10th team? Same team as last week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had a bye, they're 3-1, and one, and they have a big game this week with the Lions, and that will tell us a lot about both teams. I'm not convinced the Bucs are playoff worthy, but because of the division they're in, they very well could be. It's probably going to be them or the Saints. Hey, Falcons are actually playing pretty well, too. Who else do we have? Well, number nine, uh, the Cleveland Browns, and that's where they were last week. Nothing's changed. They were on a bye as well, and they host the 49ers. That could be a defense that gives the 49ers trouble. We'll see. And number eight, dropping one spot, the Baltimore Ravens, three and two at this point. They travel to Tennessee. If you watched any of that game against the Steelers, It's hard to ding the Ravens too much. They just blew chunks at the end of that game. They had no business losing that game. Steelers got got a gift wrap for them. Um, So Ravens just drop a spot. And the Cowboys uh, are my number seven team. They lost to the 49ers, got shellacked pretty good, as you all saw. So... um, they drop one spot as well. They're three and two. It seems like they should have a better record than that. They lost to the Cardinals. They're going to rue the day. <laughs> they're going to, that, that's a game they're going to look back and, and it's going to end up costing them, I have a feeling. If not a playoff spot, uh, playoff seeding, definitely. And they travel to LA to play the Chargers at SoFi. Number six, the Buffalo Bills, three and two. Uh, you know, I ding them a little bit. They dropped three spots, traveled to London, and that's always a tough gig, especially playing uh, a pretty good Jags team that um, had been there for two weeks, right? So that's a big disadvantage for the Bills. It was supposedly their home game, but uh, they lost to the Jags and they host the Giants in an all New York State affair. They should get well against the Giants. Number five, moving up three spots, the Detroit Lions, four and one now. And they beat one of the worst teams in the league, the only winless team in the league, the Panthers. So maybe I'm giving them too much credit for that, but they played solid in all facets of the game. Very solid win at uh, at home against Carolina. And as mentioned, they traveled to Tampa Bay, My number four team moving up one spot, 
the Kansas City Chiefs, they're four and one. They went on the road and beat a good uh, Minnesota team. They didn't look their best. They're kind of like the Eagles. You know, you you know how good they are. You know they're probably going to win. It's just a matter of uh, how shiny the how shiny they look as they're winning. And the Chiefs and Eagles still look like they have some things to figure out, especially on offense. But hey, they won the game. They won a road game. And uh, that's all you can ask for. They host the Broncos. That will be a severe mismatch. My number three team, the Miami Dolphins, four and one. Um, they're just cruising along. They had that blip against the Bills. Uh, you know, a divisional game on the road. Those were always tough. Uh, they're they're a really good team. See how uh, see how much time their um, rookie running back A Shane misses. And they host the Panthers. They could probably bench uh, two or three of their starters on offense and still win handily. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles, 5-0. They travel to play the Jets. Jets have a really strong defense, so that'll create some challenges for the Eagles. And like I mentioned, similar to the Chiefs, obviously one of the best teams in the NFL. I have them as the second best. I don't think they've peaked yet, and and that's okay. Jalen Hurts, you know, I haven't seen a lot of him, um, you know, being a Rams fan, but he's a he's a really difficult guy to defend. You know, he looked so good against the Rams, and the Rams really tackled poorly, helped his cause. Um, but the Eagles, clearly the number two team, I feel very comfortable calling them the number two team. Just edging out the Dolphins, though. Man, how would an Eagles-Dolphins Super Bowl look? That would be a lot of fun. And right now, that might be my prediction, even though my number one team right now is the San Francisco 49ers, 5-0, and traveling to Cleveland. They put on a show uh, against the Cowboys, really embarrassed them. Um, and you got to wonder, you know, we're still figuring out, sorting through all these teams, how they stack up against each other. Maybe we're all overrating the Cowboys. They lose to the... Arizona Cardinals, and they get shellacked by the 49ers. So how good are the 49ers? That's the first time they've played a what we thought was a really good team. Um, but maybe the Cowboys aren't really that good. We'll see. There are a lot of, a lot of um, you know, these these upcoming games. Are still, we're going to learn a lot about all these teams, still figuring it out. But my top 10 is starting to gel, starting to solidify. Uh, no changes at all. No new entrants. No one leaving. Uh, that's probably going to change, though. That Lions-Bucks game. I have a feeling the Bucks are going to exit the top ten. That'd be my prediction right now. Um, but uh, and the Browns, you know, without their running back, they had a, a big lift the first game without him. Played really well. But are they going to struggle moving forward? And the Cowboys is that offense as bad as it looked against the 49ers? A lot to figure out over the next couple weeks, but that is my top 10 moving into week six, my week six power rankings from Rams up. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up 
Stay safe and have fun out there.